Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you're loving what you're hearing on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast can be heard on more than 20 different platforms, and wherever you listen to podcasts, you're sure to find the Real Estate Espresso Podcast. On yesterday's show, we talked about how the congestion at the port of Los Angeles and Long Beach is going to persist for a good while longer. And on today's show, we're talking about another spike in lumber prices that will affect housing starts and renovations all over North America. Anyone who's built anything in the past year, whether it's a house, an apartment complex, or just a play structure for your kids, has suffered the sticker shock of high lumber prices. Prices back in May peaked at over $1,700 per thousand board foot. That measurement is the commodity price for softwood lumber on the futures exchange. Much of that price increase was driven by the pandemic and the labor shortages caused by the pandemic. Sawmill capacity was reduced during the pandemic, which contributed to the shortage in the spring of 2021. Capacity utilization of the sawmills peaked at 90% in the U.S. in May of this year and at 88% in Canada. But as demand and prices dropped in the summer, sawmill utilization fell to 80% in the U.S. and 70% in Canada as builders used up their inventory of materials. They didn't slow down construction. Far from it. Construction continued at a feverish pace, but they had over-ordered in the spring because of the rise in prices, and so they bled down their inventories in order to use up that expensive inventory. About 30% of the softwood lumber used in the U.S. construction industry comes from Canada. Almost half of that amount, or 14% of the U.S. total supply, comes from British Columbia. In the month of November, we saw torrential rains in the interior of British Columbia. These storms exceeded previous rainfall records and created severe local flooding. That flooding washed out roads and disrupted transportation across the entire province. The massive flooding completely destroyed all four highways and both rail lines in southern British Columbia. The industry has still not recovered from the damage to the roads and the rail lines. Not only that, some of the migrant labor that they typically use in the forestry industry have gone back to their native countries because they've been out of work for weeks. In addition, the pine beetle infestation in the Pacific Northwest has been very problematic. Since the mid-1990s, this infestation has killed millions of acres of timber forest. Typically, this beetle prefers the most mature trees. There are efforts to control the outbreak. Strategies include harvesting, baiting the beetles, and treating single trees. But once a tree has been harvested, they typically burn the tree in order to prevent the beetle from reproducing before the next flight season. Another factor affecting supply is the planned year-over-year reductions of government-owned land in British Columbia, which is available for forestry. And then finally, the Biden administration imposed a doubling of import duties on Canadian softwood lumber in the spring of 2021, just as lumber prices were increasing. While the move was certainly aimed at helping local producers in the U.S., it merely had the effect of increasing prices further for everyone in the construction industry, and those duties remain in place today. On the demand side, housing starts are up 12% in November compared with October. So lumber prices are currently rising at a time of year when demand is usually low. Lumber consumption usually lags the issuance of building permits by about 60 days. A lot of this information comes from Madison's Lumber Reporter. They're one of the definitive sources of information on the lumber industry. This publication has been running weekly since 1952 and provides a wealth of information about the forces affecting the construction industry and forestry products in particular. If you're going to be spending lots of money buying lumber, then reading some of their information could be incredibly helpful. 
Now, prices in the lumber industry hit rock bottom in midsummer at nearly $400 per thousand board foot. A month ago, the price was up to $629, and prices spiked another $40 this week to top out at $750 per thousand board foot. It's still $1,000 less than they were back in May, but almost double what they were at the middle of the summertime. At the retail level, we have not seen prices fall to match the lower prices reflective of the commodity prices. The big box stores have maintained prices relatively constant over the past three months despite a big drop. We've seen prices fall for plywood and for stranded board, but framing lumber prices have held relatively constant. See, in the world of falling prices, it didn't make sense to stockpile materials. Better to use your own inventory. You would do better buying next week at a lower price. But now the prices are rising again. It makes sense to stockpile materials for an entire project in order to bring certainty to the cost of construction. I know that in my case, I'll be purchasing all of the materials for a project this week before Christmas. We're still seeing very short windows for quotes. Vendors are only willing to hold quotes valid for sometimes only a few days. I personally have made the mistake of not moving fast enough to get a quote through the purchasing process before the expiry of that quote. And now the prices are on the rise. I won't be making that mistake again. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.